0: from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have led to charges against a Lafayette man. I think as we get into the overnight hours, uh, we're probably going to see a few more snow showers develop. There's a little disturbance here in Missouri. He was arrested on a warrant for dealing cocaine at Worley's Inn on South 3rd Street, Loganport. He's the Democratic candidate running for state representative and district... Initially, Judge Steve Myers sentenced Stephen Burns to 70 years behind bars. But Before he left the courtroom, the sentence was even longer. Oh Lord, it's been so long. What's up, guys? Um, hey guys, um, it is live from the seven six five. It's been forever. Um, I needed to get back on here. If if I could like make a new uh, intro and make like the intro for season two, if I had a season two and I was planning on that, then this would the, the, this would be like the intro for season two. Um, we're drinking and I got a lot of stories. Let's go. Yeah. All right. It's been forever. I don't know like what good stories I could tell you because, um, I think I was doing podcasts like back in... <sighs> Oh, when was it? Probably August and September and October. And it's almost, or now it is November, so I really fucking blow. Um, so we'll just go ahead and um, I'm going to do like recent stories. We'll talk about maybe some past things. Um, if you have kids or if you even care about Halloween, hey, yeah, it was Halloween. Uh, it snowed, which was great. Um, what was fun about that snow was that everybody was like, Global warming it really is climate change guys guys um, I knocked my front two teeth out and this is straight from my mama's mouth so I, it's got to be true. Um, I knocked my teeth out when I was uh, four and or I wasn't four I was I think I was younger than that whatever it doesn't matter. The point is is I knocked my teeth out and it snowed that year. So, I actually went to the hospital with two teeth knocked out, looking like Barney, of all people. Um, So, there's a couple different things that we can look into um, within that. Number one, you can always knock your two front teeth out on Halloween. Number two, it's not global warming. It's just snow. It happened over on the West Coast, over in Colorado, Um, I, yes, I understand that Colorado is not all the way on the West coast. You know what I'm saying? And then it moved over here. I think Chicago got way more than us. So that could always, you know, that's always a thing. But then also, um, either way, if you're, you know, two years old, four years old, or 27 dressed like Barney on Halloween, knocking your front teeth out, you look like an alcoholic. I know that I'm, you know, I was a young boy, but I probably had some whiskey going through my veins. Am I right, Carrie Jo? Woo! Ooh, that was a good burp. I'm I'm drinking right now. Makes it that much better. Um, that was my phone. Um, Purdue won today against Nebraska. That's pretty dope. Uh, um, pretty like what makes it that much cooler is we're still not going to get into a bowl game probably. And uh, I mean, unless. St. Mary's College for the Deaf, Dumb and Blind, ask us to come play. Um, we're yeah, we're pretty we're pretty down there along with Northwestern. Which um, oh my gosh, my baby's crying. Did you guys hear that? That's crazy. Um, either way, uh, Purdue's not doing so well, but it's okay because now we are in official Purdue basketball times, which is kind of nice. Wow that was crazy. Um, you, you know what sometimes you do these podcasts and these babies start crying. who knew? I thought that was like it was like a car alarm. I thought someone was trying to break in. at least it sounds like that. Um, I'll talk about Purdue basketball though really quickly um, if you want to know. So Purdue right now is um, ranked 23 okay so so what's really fun is like we play a lot of like really cool teams at home um, like Texas. That's an, that's fun. Chicago State. Who knew they even had a college of Chicago State? I don't know what you major in, either probably illegal arms or something like that. That was a gun joke. Heyo! Uh, JSU. We play them at home. You know, JSU. Them good old... Wait, what are they? Wait. I, I, I'm not even going to try it. It looks like a very mean chicken. Um, and that's probably what they are. JSU, very mean chickens meet you out on there. Uh, we play Virginia at home, which would be dope cause they're 11. Um, there's a whole bunch of other people that you don't care about. Central Michigan. Sorry if you go there. Um, pretty much what I'm trying to say is all roads lead to number one, Michigan state. Um, that's going to be taking part in January. Um, for some reason, Maryland is seven, and Purdue is twenty-three. I'm not really quite too sure because uh, Maryland. I mean, Maryland's an okay team. I wouldn't. I definitely would not rank them seven. I, uh, but that's just that's just my opinion. Who knows? Who knows? I'm white. I'm white. I don't know shit. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just going by what I'm going off of. If that even makes sense. Um, don't forget to set your clocks an hour back for daylight savings time. I'm doing this at like 918, which really means it's 818. And if you want to know, my kids are going to be more confused than a Chinese guy at the DMV. Just very like, what? What is going on? I don't understand. You mean I have to do what? It's going to be very bad. Because they are understanding, like I want to go to bed at nine, and I'm like, really, it's, it's really it's eight, and so you need to go to sleep because it's eight, even though they don't really don't go to bed at nine. Um, one of the biggest things that was in the news recently and also made national news. This is uh, the headline of the of the story: is cause of death for woman found dead in reptile home ruled asphyxiation by snake. And so you're like, wait, what did you just say? Okay, I will go ahead and read this story by Trevor Peters. The death of a battleground woman found dead in a reptile home, quote-unquote, was killed by the snake wrapped around her neck, according to Indiana State Police. A preliminary autopsy conducted Friday morning showed the preliminary cause of death was asphyxiation due to strangulation by a snake. Laura Hurst, 36, rest in peace, was found dead by Benton County Sheriff Don Munson with an eight-foot python wrapped around her neck on Wednesday. Online records show Munson owns the home, which had 140 snakes inside at the time. The home, okay, we don't care about where the house is. All of the snakes, but the one around Hurst's neck, were in their cages. <laughs> yeah, we figured. Um, no venomous snakes were in the home. Um, and I'm not laughing at that. That's horrible because, um, I mean, you know, you, you try to, you know, that's awesome. She was probably raising snakes and probably not thinking anything of it and then, you know, probably just had them out and the uh, snake did what snakes do. Um, rest in peace, for real. I, I send my condolences out. Um, the only reason I was laughing at the I was laughing at the report the reporting, like yeah, we figured that there was only one out. Who knows? But maybe what? She got all of them out and just what were they doing? All watching America's Got Talent. They're all watching America's Got Snakes. That doesn't really make too much sense. Um Central Catholic, their soccer team, their girls' soccer team was um actually in the state finals. They did lose two to one. Um, so that's um, that's unfortunate. Um, two, le- two early morning armed robberies reported in West Lafayette. The West Lafayette Police Department investigating two armed robberies on Saturday morning happened... Um, at the 108 South River Road around 3 a.m., the victim reports the suspect displayed a black handgun during the incident, and the suspect got away with the victim's car keys, wallet, and cell phone, which sucks, especially because, it, like, I have my Find My iPhone on. Um, I'm not really too uh, too concerned with that because I will find you. I will find you. I have a Mac, okay, and I have an iPhone, okay, and uh, I also have crazy white friends, okay, so they'll find you. It really doesn't matter. I mean, have you seen them? They're, yeah, they're they're going to find them. Uh, going to find you. Um, Beto O'Rourke of the Democratic candidate, he ended his 2020 presidential bid. Apparently, if your running platform is that you're going to take guns from law-abiding citizens from their Second Amendment, probably not going to be donating on your website in the past couple weeks. Just let you know. Um, I I keep trying to find the one freaking article that I want and I um I'm not freaking finding it. It's about that little Ukrainian girl. Who is here? Oh, this is a good one. Uh, This is one of my, actually, this was, yeah, this was my favorite. Marijuana found in man's nose 18 years after he smuggled it into prison. (laughs) A package of marijuana has been retrieved from the nose of a man 18 years after he smuggled it into prison and what doctors have described as the first case of its kind. According to the team who reported on the case in the British Medical Journal, the man received the drugs wrapped in a balloon from his girlfriend who was visiting him in prison. He then placed the drugs in his right nostril in order to evade detection from guards, but was later unable to retrieve it after it pushed the package deeper into his nasal cavity. Despite suffering chronic sinus infections and symptoms of na- nasal obstruction ob- sorry, of nasal obstructions in the years following the incident, the man mistakenly believed he had ingested the drugs. But come to find out he had a straight up Christmas tree nug chilling out his motherfucking, you know, nose. Can you imagine that? I bet he smelled chronic all the time. He was just like, y'all, y'all, y'all smell granite? And they're like, no, we're making chili. I smell chili soup. I smell chili soup. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. I smell, mm, I smell some granite. Uh, Lafayette police said as many as 11 bullets were fired at a home on Cincinnati Street on Wednesday night. However, it was the people inside the home who police arrested. Neighbors called 911 after hearing gunshots on the 1300 block. Officers found 11 bullet holes, but the two people inside the house said they weren't aware of what happened. However, they were arrested on outstanding (laughs) warrants. Could you imagine? You got a warrant out for your arrest, and someone comes up, shoots up your house, and you're like, shit, do we call them? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and call them. Okay, hey, we got got, a... Shot at okay. What's your name? Um, you know, whatever. Whoever it was, what was his name? Oh, Donnell Johnson and Monique Mayo, which that sounds like a damn cartoon character, but it's real. And uh, I, uh, I literally cannot. I, I really cannot imagine that. That's awesome. Um, I keep looking and I'm not seeing whatever. All right, I don't know. We'll go to national news. Um something that happened over this week. Uh the Democrats did vote. Well, the Republicans and the Democrats of the House, but the Democrats lead the House, or they're the majority. Schiff, Adam Schiff, says that the transcripts from the impeachment inquiry interviews could come as early as next week. Ooh, we're so scared. House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff said Thursday that the transcripts from the impeachment inquiry's closed-door interviews could start being publicly released as early as next week. Schiff made the revelation when he told Chris Cuomo, a.k.a. Fredo, on Cuomo Primetime that accusations from Republicans that the minority party isn't getting enough time to ask questions in the closed-door depositions are false. He said that those arguments you've heard are almost completely false, with only one exception in my mind. And when you see the transcripts, and we expect to begin releasing them as early as next week, you'll see that the Republicans have every bit as much time to ask questions. That's weird. He wants you to read uh, transcripts when you can read Trump's transcripts. Um, Wasting our time, moving on... Um, I wish that I could get this Ukraine story. I don't know where it is. It's pissing me off that I don't have it. Um, I might even just Google it. You never know, Martha. Um, Hold on. I'm going to type in Ukraine and Lafayette, Indiana, because this this is literally the crazy... Okay, this is on USA Today. This is the first thing on USA Today. This is called the title is called child abandonment or murderous scam, a bizarre case of Ukrainian adoption gone wrong. Okay, can I tell you I'm not actually I'm going to give you your opinion I'm going to give you my opinion after I read it. Okay. The bizarre saga of parents accused of abandoning their or their adopted daughter in Indiana, a girl who they claim is actually a Ukrainian woman with dwarfism posing as a child. Took another turn as the father appeared on the Dr. Oz show this week. Prosecutors say in June of 2010, so we just we just graduated, Raiders, and everybody else who graduated in 2010, Christine and Michael Barnett adopted an eight-year-old girl with dwarfism born in Ukraine. The Barnetts, however, the Barnetts, sorry, said that they found the girl actually was a woman and posed as a child when they adopted her, so they changed her to 24 before the Barnetts moved to Canada in summer of 2013 without her. Michael Barnett, however, told police in 2019 that he believed that the girl was a child, not an adult, when they left her. (sighs) Okay, it's real confusing. Because her actual age is unclear, the Lafayette Journal and Courier, part of USA Today, is not naming the child, and she was not to come forward to tell her side of the story. The story has made international headlines as the two parents, who are now divorced, face charges of neglect of a dependent in Tippecanoe County. Six years (coughs) after prosecutors say they abandoned their adoptive daughter, and Lafayette. First off, I had a cough and I had to take a drink. But second off, I'm taking a drink because I need to. Okay? If you adopt somebody from another country and you're like, mm, they've got dwarfism. But they're a kid. But really they're an adult. Let me say this. Let me, let me tell you something. If that girl comes out of my closet or a door, comes into my bedroom while I'm sleeping, and I don't care if I'm adopted them or I adopted them or they're my foster child or what, I'm kicking you square in the face, okay? Mr. Miyagi fucking Karate Kid style, I'm kicking you in the face. I don't care. I'm scared, okay? I'm I'm scared. Like, I'm clutching my pearls on my neck, kicking you square in the nose. Okay, Um, so right now they've actually got a gag order, so they're not um, able to talk to the media about it, which is even worse and even crazier, in my opinion, because now everybody's got all these crazy theories. They're like, oh, well, it it really is an adult. And so they're not able to talk to the media because they know (laughs) that it was an adult. They knew it this whole time. You got all these other people saying they didn't know it's really a child. Figure it out, man. Figure it out. And that's probably why they have the gag order on, if I had to assume. It's a scary world that we live in. But if I am adopting a Ukrainian girl, I'm going to probably figure it out. You know what I mean? I'm kicking you. It's either that or I kick you square in the face. And I'm not kidding. It's scary. Um. This is live from the seven. Six, blah, 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 blah. Live from the seven six five. If you got any questions or concerns, you let me know. Giving me a message on Instagram. Give me a message on Facebook. Giving me a message on a text. If you guys do the, uh, you know the text, you got my number. All right. Thank you. In 1999, J.L. Anderson Heating and Cooling began serving the Greater Lafayette, Indiana community. And since that first year, they've grown into a company that has much to offer to homeowners and business owners alike. Their exceptional staff and high-quality product line allows them to provide the finest HVAC service and installation to all of their clients. Over the years, they've served thousands of customers, both commercial and residential. Call JL Anderson Heating and Cooling today.